The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet, but my hands and my head also. Jesus said to him, The one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but he is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That is why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. No one wants a part-time love, nor does anyone want a dull love. A love that only loves on Tuesdays and Thursdays and gives wilted flowers rather than fresh-cut flowers might not be love in the first place. Love to be loved must last 
and overflow. Love begins and ends tonight's gospel reading and has a foot washing in the middle of it to show us what length love will go. In the ancient Near East, feet were washed either before or at the beginning of supper. And either a slave or yourself washed your feet. So tonight, this foot washing is different. Feet were washed during supper and by the teacher. Jesus says the apostles rightfully call him teacher, but he is not primarily concerned about teaching tonight. Jesus isn't teaching them humility or showing them the definition of service. Rather, Jesus is loving them. Jesus is all about loving them to the end. Tonight, the number one thing for the apostles is simply to be loved forever and very passionately. The foot washing is an expression of the kind of love Jesus loves with. The foot washing implies an intense love. Because who else would wash your feet besides someone who really loved you? In Jesus laying down his outer garment, lays down everything to lower himself and cleanse his followers. And so Jesus loves them to the end. Now Jesus loving them to the end not only indicates a temporal sense, but also indicates the quality of Jesus' love for the apostles. To say that Jesus loved them to the end, it's to say that he loves in a way that is unimaginable. This is why Jesus says, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Since it is unimaginable, they will not understand it even though they experienced it. The foot washing was an act of love done in the night and needed a greater love to enlighten it. In three chapters, Jesus will say to his apostles, No greater love has no man than he lay down his life for his friends. Jesus' love radiates from the cross, revealing what the foot washing meant. On the cross, Jesus will say, It is finished, or it is ended. The love that shines from the cross means that Jesus loves his disciples the whole way. Once the love is filled up and overflowing in the crucifixion, the light shines back upon the foot washing, revealing what it was, a sign of boundless love. 
While the reading begins and ends with love, with the foot washing in the middle, we must remember that all of this took place during supper. Jesus manifests God's love during his supper. And surely Jesus will give his holy body most precious blood to his apostles, who will betray him, deny him, and misunderstand him. If the foot washing was surprising to the apostles, his revelation of why he gives himself unconditionally during supper to them, to those who will not love him in the same way, transcends all possible human explanation. This is what it means to love to the end. Love in a way no one can ever comprehend, but only believe and receive. In these gestures of self-gift love, the foot washing and the Lord's Supper, they anticipate the self-gift of the cross. They make Jesus' love present. They make present the incomprehensible love of God for the apostles. Just like the apostles, those who read John are stunned by his love. And they, being sinful, broken, and fragile, do not really know how to receive such love. Being loved to the end is frightening and disorienting. Peter rejects Christ's love, then offers his own idea on how to be loved. How many times have we experienced God's love only to reject it? Or offer God a better idea? Or explain it away by finding something inside us that is lovable? But Christ says, unless you are washed by me, you are loved by me, fed by me, you have no share with me. You have no participation in me. Jesus doesn't want anything from you, except you. Except you to be loved by him so that he can love you to the very end. Christ never loves part-time, and he never loves dully. Tonight, either you receive this, or you head out on your own apart from God. It is the whole way or no way with Jesus. But tonight, let us be loved to the end by Jesus. Jesus fulfilled his love on the cross and gives it to us in his body and blood. His love that feeds us from the cross feeds us in his body. His love that washes us from the cross washes our souls with his blood. Receiving this love, this feeding, this washing, means that you have a share in God's love. 
Jesus shares his love to you and through you. Tonight is a confession and a reminder that you have never been unloved. Never has there been a time where you not, that you were not loved. And never will there be a time that you are not loved. You are loved to the end. You are passionately loved. God has never loved you with anything but the best he has to give himself. This is all Jesus wants to do, is to give himself to you. The Lord's Supper makes this love present and overflowing. So tonight, let us be loved. Not just today, but to the very end. So that we may fully love as he did. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.